0: hey y'all i'm diana and i'm jill we are two sisters who have traveled through life in pursuit of finding our own joy and we want to share
1: the things we've learned with you so that you can find your joy welcome to the finding our joy podcast
0: Hey there, everyone! Since this is our first ever episode, yay! yay! Uh, we wanted to take this opportunity for to first and foremost let you guys know a little bit more about us. Uh, this podcast is supposed to be about how we found and continue to seek joy in our own lives, and we are hoping that you not only get to know us and learn from our stories, but maybe find some joy of your own. So, with that being said, Diana, want to get us started? Sure. Hey there, I'm Diana. So I live in a small
1: town in Southern central Pennsylvania, and I work as an applications coordinator for a local health system. I absolutely love working there because I get to work with some really amazing people. And I know that the work that I do matters because it contributes to patient care. I also have a health and wellness business where I guide people on their health journey. I share my own experiences and the things I've learned on my health page on Facebook. And this includes gut health, diet, nutrition, exercise, supplementation, Mindset and taking good care of your mental health, which is a topic we will revisit time and time again on this podcast mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> and um, a little bit more about me is I have a fiance, Adrian. We have been together for over ten years. We've built a really, really great life together, and we also have three fur babies. So I am fur mama to three adorable kitties.
0: They My are definitely. Would you say? My nephews
1: yes. and Maya's cousins, of course. <laughs> They're definitely our children. They mean the absolute world to us, and we would, without a doubt, do anything for them. I love being their mama so much that I love to rock the mama necklace that they gave me for Mother's Day last year, and I'm also currently rocking a shirt uh, that reminds me to make today count. And a necklace that it's really tiny. So you can't really see, but it's like circular and it represents happiness and it's, it's sparkly. So, I mean, that's gotta make you happy, but yeah, I like to wear things that have a uh, meaning or positive reminders that help me maintain a positive mindset. But I also like funny shirts, like my chaos coordinator shirt or the, um, I work out to burn off the crazy workout shirt, my tank top. That's one of my favorites. Um, I need one of those. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I love, the fun fact about me is that I love funny shirts because they make me happy and they help me smile or laugh, especially through those challenging parts of life. So on top of that, I was also born with a love of music. And I'm so grateful that we finally been able to get back to concerts again because I live for live music.
0: Yeah, you always have. And for
1: carpool karaoke. Yes. We do love our carpool karaoke. Every time I pick up Jill from the airport, we have our own carpool karaoke session where we just ask Spotify to play whatever songs we want to hear and we just belt them out. And it's always a great time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And for the record, you do not have to sing pretty to sing in our carpool karaoke. Just belt it out. Come on in. (laughs) Hop in. We'll take you for a drive. Let's sing. And uh, anyway, (laughs) I'm Jill. Diana is my awesome frig sister you're pretty except awesome brig. too <laughs> <laughs> i know except for when i say break instead of big uh but oh, yes Lord. i love you too um i live in the bustling windy city chicago illinois and i absolutely love it here which is crazy because diane and i grew up in the same small town world in central pennsylvania and i think both of us never wanted to leave yet here we are not living there and both PG keen So who knows?
1: I definitely wanted
0: to leave. Oh, well I didn't. I was, I I was living there until I was old and crusty. Nope. I wanted to get out, but I like small towns though. That hasn't changed. (laughs) That's true, but that's okay. I am an entrepreneur. I work in marketing at a commercial real estate firm. I also do freelance. I am an artist and I'm someone who basically prides myself of being like a MacGyver when it comes to arts and crafts. Pretty much, I'd like to say I leak creativity. If you're going to paint a picture of me, you better use lots of color. And at some point I might like get off the page and start like leaking that color on other places in the world. Cause I just like to make things pretty and decorate it with joy and love. So, you know, that's me in a nutshell. I am also a single mom. I have my dog, Maisie, who is almost as crazy as I am, but furry. So she's cute about it. And, um, you know, in my spare time, which I have no idea. Yeah. What is that? really is. No, but in my spare time, you know, I love to read spend time in nature and volunteer and most recently my sister and I started doing this so you know here's the shameless plug about finding our joy podcast and you know if you want to count how many times we say finding our joy in these episodes feel free I mean I don't know maybe you're hanging out with your buddy and listening to it maybe it's a drinking game or maybe it's not either way you know could be fun
1: yeah (laughs) we'll probably end up end up uh, saying it a lot in these episodes, I'm sure. couple,
0: two, three times for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I didn't say anything about liking to read, but I also like to read as well. Come to think of, of it. We, we actually have our own book club. So yep. And how are you really? Uh, I was by uh, Jenna Kutcher is the book we are currently reading.
0: Oh, you got the workbook too. I did. I did. I got the I got it printed out because I started listening to the audiobook and I just, nice. I needed to lean in harder. I was, so enthralled by this amazingness. I got the workbook to go with it. So, you know, books are good.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, and we'll talk more about that throughout this podcast
1: too, because we do like a lot of those personal development books. And I know there are some people that just think they're cheesy and whatever, and maybe some of them are, but we have managed to find some really amazing ones that we've read over the years that um, have really been life-changing and actually a little bit later in this podcast episode I'm going to be talking about one of those authors and how she inspired me to do something that included a topic we're going to talk about today. So before we get into that we decided to come together to create this podcast because we realized that we have both faced a lot of challenges in our lives and we have actually decided to instead of letting that Pull us down to rock bottom and just staying there. We decided to flip it around and we flipped the script and decided to use that as fuel to drive us to create a better life for ourselves. So this helped to ensure that we could find our joy despite the obstacles we faced. And we wanted to come together to share our experiences with you as well as the things we learned along the way, so that we can help you find your joy. And there is something it twice already.
0: <laughs> Love it.
1: Yes. Love it. I really do.
0: Um, Before we really dig into it, something I do want us to talk about is the format for these podcasts. We're going to be telling you stories about our lives and some tactics and tools that we've used and continue to use in our lives. That being said, we are offering these things as knowledge and even as an advice like a friend would give, but we are not doing that as any type of professional. We are not therapists, counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, or any other type of medical professional. So, you know, just use your brain. If you shouldn't be running six miles a day, and I'm talking about running six miles a day, please don't run six miles a day, unless you can. We're going to be talking about our journeys through this life and things like mindset, truly practicing self-care, and other things that have dramatically altered the trajectory of our lives. Today's episode is going to be about mindset. More specifically, today we're going to be talking about my sister's absolutely favorite word, gratitude. And for those of you not looking at the video right now, she's a water bottle, which says hope, peace, and gratitude. So, you know, she's just branded with it through
1: and through, right, Diana? Yeah. And what's funny is I didn't even realize that's what I was using until I went to take a sip and I saw my reflection in the Zoom and I was like. Oh my gosh. How perfect is it that we're doing this
0: ahead and I'm, I have this water bottle that I'm using today? Yes. <laughs> it's truly perfect. And, and she really didn't plan it. So there mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> However, this beautifully written on the water bottle, nine letter word is way more than a word you learned how to spell in the fifth grade or that thing you give your local barista while getting your, you know, double non fat whatever. Gratitude is defined, not defined, defined in the Merriam-Webster dictionary as the state of being grateful. So what does that mean when we're talking about mindset? How can you actually have your mindset be a grateful state of being? First off, this isn't a light switch. You can't just wake up one day and forget about your deadline, your divorce, that sad story you heard on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, wherever. The fact that you're stressed out, overworked, undersleeped, and, and suddenly just, boom, ah, I'm grateful. It's a little harder than that. Diana?
1: Yes. So you have to condition your mind to be more positive. And the most powerful way to do that is by practicing gratitude. Gratitude was actually the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because gratitude was so incredibly vital in my journey to conquer anxiety. So I truly cannot say enough about it. I will probably talk about this at some other point, but I used to struggle with really severe debilitating anxiety. So this is one of those very, very powerful tools in my toolbox that helped me conquer that. It's not the only thing. I just want to say that it's not the only thing. It was a combination of things that helped me conquer anxiety but this was a very powerful tool. Switch, flipping your mindset from a negative one to a more positive one is so important when you deal with anxiety. But Rachel Hollis is one of those authors I said I was gonna bring up. Um, She said that it's impossible to be anxious and grateful at the same time. When I heard her say that, that really struck a chord with me. And I later learned she's right. So if you spend enough time focusing on gratitude, then you can actually kick a lot, if not all of that anxiety that you're dealing with, if that's something you struggle with, to the curb. So, but even before I knew who Rachel Hollis was, I watched a TED Talk where Sean Accor, if I'm saying his last name right, spoke about what he called the happiness advantage. And this is the first time that I learned of the importance of practicing gratitude. And in that TED Talk, among other amazing things he talked about, he recommended writing down three things you're grateful for every single day. This was a great idea. And I tried to implement this in my life. The problem was I was inconsistent until I started following Rachel Hollis. Then I later learned about her books that we read in our book club and decided to participate in her last 90 days challenge in 2018. So that challenge was all about doing five healthy habits each day starting October 1st until the end of the year. And the idea behind it is that you end your year strong instead of ending your year like crap through the holidays and then waiting for the first of the year to start those new year's resolutions. So that was the first year I participated in that challenge. And my fiance, Adrian, and I have participated every year ever since. It's it's a tradition now with us that we do this. Um, he doesn't necessarily do all five things, but he'll do the exercise and the, the healthy eating portion. But those five things are called the five to thrive. And what you're supposed to do is get up an hour earlier each day to do something for you. Adrian doesn't have to do this because he always gets up early anyway. That's because he was in the Navy. Um, <laughs> and then you work out for at least 30 minutes every day. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water. And then you either cut out some food or beverage that you know is bad for you, like let's say carbs or alcohol, or you add something in that you know you're lacking, like maybe you need more vegetables in your diet. So you're just trying to eat a healthier diet as part of what you're doing here. And then perhaps one of the most impactful parts of this challenge that we were tasked with was writing down 10 things you're grateful for every day. But So because gratitude was included in this 90-day challenge, and because I'm a really competitive person that has no problem competing with myself, this helped me to become very consistent with this. And here's what's amazing about it when you become consistent with this. So while it can seem incredibly daunting at first, the more you practice gratitude, the easier it becomes to find things that you're grateful for. And this helps you to focus more on positive aspects of your day and spend less time focusing on the negative aspects of your day. So this is just an extremely powerful tool to help flip your mindset into a more positive mindset. And there's a lot of really great science behind why practicing gratitude is so beneficial to our health. First and foremost, gratitude releases dopamine, which means that it makes us physically more happy. And Yay. yeah, and then also when we regularly engage in gratitude, it strengthens our neural pathways to help us experience the benefits of gratitude even more quickly. And Jill's going to go into some of these benefits because you might be surprised how many different ways gratitude can benefit you.
0: It's really amazing, actually. I mean, there's a lot of interesting physical benefits, there's social, etc. cetera. So the physical benefits that grateful people experience are that they tend to sleep more and better. They get sick less often. They have better heart health. They exercise more. Yes, and this one makes
1: complete sense why during the last 90 days challenge, I not only became more consistent with my gratitude practice, but I also exercised daily throughout the challenge. And I've consistently worked out every day since that challenge started on October 1st, 2018, And this is a really big deal because the last time I worked out daily prior to that was in high school. So
0: (laughs) I would also like to plug that she works out every day healthily. She's not pushing herself to extremes or exercising things that shouldn't be blah, blah, blah. So with that final thought on how she doesn't push herself too far, guess what? grateful people are even less bothered by aches and pains probably because they have a better understanding of how to respect their body's boundaries Mm -hmm. the social benefits are also amazing they're more helpful compassionate and generous they are less likely to feel lonely and isolated and they're more forgiving and outgoing and the emotional benefits of grateful people are obviously they feel more happy but they're also more optimistic they feel more joy and pleasure, they feel more positive emotions, and they recover from stress faster.
1: Yeah. And so this is what I did when I started practicing gratitude. And this is what I highly recommend to anybody. So I mean, you can grab any old notebook, you could get a journal if you want a fancy journal with a nice fun design on the outside or a positive quote, whatever you or a really
0: plain one that you once upon a time attempted to make into a bullet journal and then gave it up as a bad job and just writing it like everybody else does now. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't.
1: It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be just a plain notebook or journal. Um, another thing is you could use the notes on your phone. I personally use OneNote because I can access it on my phone and I love that I could then use a search feature so I can go back and find things from a specific day. Sometimes it's a really great to revisit it, but of course you could revisit stuff in a notebook or a journal as well. So whatever you prefer. Um, but the thing is when you're writing down things to be grateful for, you don't want to make them generic. You don't want it to be, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my family. You need to be specific. You want to think about things that happened in that particular day that you're grateful for. So. On this day, let's say it's it's Monday, you know, maybe there were some things that maybe stressed you out and and whatnot. Don't think about that. Find the things that you were grateful for in that day. Um, and just kind of go through that way. but it has to be specific to that day. So that way you're making it less generic and you're going to focus on things and you're going to start to notice things around you. And you're going to start to realize how much easier as you go, it is to find things to be grateful for in your day. You're going to start thinking about it even before you get to that gratitude journal and you start writing it down. Um, But if you don't have time to write it down, then take time to think about the things you're grateful for. And, and in that case, if you don't have time to write it down, say it out loud or, or say it to yourself. But really, if you can write it down, writing it down is what's most powerful.
0: Please remember though, practicing gratitude doesn't mean denying reality or negativity. It means that we have the power to turn a negative situation into an opportunity. Gratitude can even help with anxiety and depression. And that's not a tall tale. It's actually factually true. Um, In fact, many health institutions have been doing research on this for years. Berkeley University published an article all the way back in 2017 about a study they did with 300 participants who were seeking mental health care and they decided to do a study on the effects of gratitude and mental health. They were ran these 300 people were randomly assigned to three different groups. Group A wrote letters of gratitude to another person in the group for 3 weeks. Interestingly enough, they didn't actually even have to give the notes to the person. 23% of them did. The rest of them did it. Group B was asked to write about their deepest thoughts and feelings and about negative experiences. They were told this was in an effort to vent and get it out though. So still a healthy thought process. And then group C did no writing at all. But all of the participants did receive counseling services during this time so that they, you know, were seeking mental health care and they got it, but they gave them different tasks along the way. What's interesting is what happened. The participants who wrote letters of gratitude reported significantly better mental health long after they wrote the letters. Between four weeks later, they were still saying that they had continued to see improvement up to 12 weeks after their three weeks of writing ended. They were still in a better mental state than they had previously been. Additionally, they were even able to see the effects of gratitude when they looked at the participants' brain scans. People who show more gratitude have more activity in their medial prefrontal cortex, which I'll be honest, I have no idea where any of that is except for like I know, pre- I know frontal cortex is here, but like prefrontal.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm a, I'm not a neurosurgeon.
0: Neither. <laughs> but what we can actually learn from this is what it indicated. And what they recorded in this article is that it indicated that expressing gratitude not only has long-term effects on the function of our brains, but it also um, makes us more attentive to how we show gratitude the more we give it. So it's actually altering the way that our brain functions. Gratitude reverses our priorities to help us appreciate the people and the things that we have, but it doesn't replace required interventions. When you really need them, you know, take them. You don't just think like, oh, I can just thank this problem away. If I say thank you, my cholesterol will go down. If I, if I'm grateful, I'll be healthy. No, you have to, you have to seek help for some of those things. It's okay. Yes. Be grateful. And please, but please remember it isn't a help replacement for real help. You know, Medication, physicals, healthy diet, et cetera, if you need it.
1: Yes. Um, The cool thing about gratitude is that it can turn disaster into a stepping stone. So I I can tell you that I have found gratitude to be so helpful, especially on those hard days. Those are the days when it can be even more challenging to think of things to be grateful for, but this is truly when you need it the most. So if you start keeping a gratitude journal and your, your goal is to write down 10 things you're grateful for every day, or maybe it's just three things you're grateful for every day. That's fine too. Whatever works for you, figure out what works for you. um, But don't skip it on those hard days. Make sure you're doing it on those hard days because that's when you need to draw the positivity out of the day the most. Um, But because of the dopamine that will literally make you happy when you practice gratitude, that's why you really need it on those hard days as well. Um, And I can tell you from personal experience just how much it helps turn your day around when you choose to focus on the things you have to be grateful for on those really challenging days. I've had days where it's it's really hard and I'll actually pull out. Usually I do my gratitude journal at night before bed or I'll do it the following morning. I've had times where I pull it out in the middle of the day because it's hard and I'm really struggling and I'll pull it out because I'm like, I need to focus on this right now. So that's another thought for you as well. But
0: I I like that you use it kind of as like a mental grounding technique. That's really cool, Diana.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this was also really helpful during, um, it's always been helpful during those incredibly challenging times. And one example of that is when our grandmother was going through chemo and you know, the future was just so uncertain. You didn't know how things were going to go, but thankfully she's over five years cancer-free now. So she's, she's doing great. So just happy She's too stubborn for cancer. What? She's too stubborn for cancer. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So beyond the gratitude journal and, um, all of that, that I've already explained, there are other ways you can practice gratitude. So there's an app called the three good things app. So This will actually prompt you on a daily basis and ask you what are three good things that happened today. So as far as I know, that's available on Apple and Android. I do believe the five-minute journal app is available in both places as well. This is, um, it's a full-on journaling app. But there's a portion of it that prompts you to write down three things you're grateful for. I think maybe because Sean Accor talked about that in his TED talk, three things is a little bit easier for people to wrap their head around. I know when I had to go from three things a day to 10 things, that was really kind of daunting. But I tell you what, if you feel like you want to challenge yourself and do it, you can do it. There are days when I've had 17 things I was able to write down because the more you do it, the, the easier it becomes. And you can just rattle them off. Um, another one is the shine app. That's a great app full of meditations and things like that. Um, really based around mental health. It's a fantastic app. I've had that one for years and they have a daily check-in in there where you can write down things you're grateful for journaling. Obviously we already talked about also a gratitude jar. So you just get a jar and just every day. I know I, I, I know people where their families, like at dinner time, they have these little pieces of paper and pens that they put right at everybody's place setting at the table. And they'll write down one, two, three things they're grateful for. Then they fold up that piece of paper and they stick it in the jar. And then what they do is at the end of the year, right before new year's Eve or on new year's Eve, they'll pull those things out and they will read them out loud. So they'll share all of these things they had to be grateful for, for the entire year. So it's a really cool idea. I've tried to implement it in my household, but I was the only one interested in doing it. So it didn't go very far. So I just do my gratitude journal. (laughs) But but Participation helps. Would you say? Participation helps. It does. But I was thinking about that. That might be a good thing to do at like Thanksgiving or Christmas even. Like when we have the family together, we could just all do that and then throw them in the jar. And then maybe at the end of the night, later on in the day or something, we'll pull them out and read them think that would be a good way to do it. Like, even if you're not doing it year round, there's so many different ways you could do this. Um, we just talked about this. It was so fitting because this week there was a, a Zoom that came up at work and the topic was gratitude. So one of my coworkers mentioned that her family, they put sticky notes by the door that they use the most, like your front door or your door out that goes out into your garage or whatever, the one you're going past the most where everyone can put on a sticky note they're most grateful for so you see it on your way out this door every day so that was a pretty cool idea um and then also thank you notes jill touched on this a little bit in that study that they did at berkeley so thank you notes are really great and and this is this is beneficial not only for you to show express your gratitude but it's also extremely beneficial for the recipient of that note so I try to send thank you notes as often as I can. And if you want a quick, easy way, if you don't want to do like the snail mail, you got to write it in a card, which I mean, doing a handwritten note is, I mean, people appreciate that because people don't do it as much these days, but send out cards is a great website where you can go and you can pick the card design you want. You type in your message, they'll take care of the postage and everything. And usually with the postage and the cost of the card, it costs less than it would cost you to get a card in the store. So there's a free plug for them. Um, (laughs) But, but it is, it's a fantastic service. So I highly recommend that. And you could do holiday cards that way and everything else. I know my friend did Christmas cards through them one year, but regardless, however you choose to practice gratitude, it's important to be consistent. The more you practice gratitude, the more benefit you're going to see in your life. And honestly, you're going to be happier and you're going to have a more positive mindset the more you do this. And a good thing to remind you, and this is why the last 90 days challenge is 90 days long, because it takes 21 days to form a habit, but 90 days to make it a lifestyle change. So if you can challenge yourself, and I encourage you to do so, challenge yourself to try to stick with this on a daily basis in whichever way you choose to practice gratitude, stick with it for 90 days then it's going to become like second nature to you and it'll just become part of your daily routine. It'll become part of your lifestyle and you're going to be a happier, more positive person. But, and I can tell you honestly that after practicing gratitude consistently for almost four years, that it has been completely life-changing, not only because of the ways it helped me conquer my anxiety, but it has also helped me to lead a much happier and more positive life. I, I have not always been this happy and positive. I had to work to get here. So that was part of how I made that happen. And it's
0: amazing. And you were never so miserable. You were just grumpy when you woke up, (laughs) (laughs) but that'll come on another episode. Right. (laughs) Let's shift to Jen Sincero, who I I usually butcher her name. So let's clap for that. I'm grateful that I said her name correctly, and I'm sure she would be too. Jen Sincero is a New York Times bestseller author, as well as an Audible Award, Audi Award winner for her amazing book, You Are a Badass, one that we did read in our book club we plugged earlier. Um, And there's a quote from her that I found online that I just love, which is, gratitude is one of the strongest and most transformative states of being. It shifts your perspective, from lack to abundance and allows you to focus on the good in your life, which in turn pour, pulls more goodness into your reality. And if you believe at all in the law of attraction, this is, is the same thought process. If you believe in the law of attraction, you believe good brings good, bad brings bad. You know, if you do a Google search for something negative, what pops up? Negative results. Mm -hmm. So if you treat your life like it is that Google search bar, and you type in happiness, you're more likely to find pages that will bring you happiness. So I love this quote, however, if I'm being honest, I'm a little newer at this gratitude mindset game. I'm not nearly as experienced as my sister at this. So if you're newer to this, you're on the same page as me, please don't be scared. Don't beat yourself up if you haven't done this before or if you're not doing it consistently enough yet. As we said before, this isn't a light switch and building a new way of thinking takes as much time as it might take to build a house. Be patient, brick by brick. The biggest thing that I have focused on to start is just being grateful for myself. If you aren't ready to give yourself as a whole some positive reinforcement, start even smaller. If you're lucky, You have lungs that fill easily with air. You have eyes that can see and ears that can hear and taste a mouth that can taste a plethora of things. And you can feel a variety of textures with the skin on your body. That's five senses, but not everyone has that. If you are lucky, you can walk, talk, run, play, whatever. So yeah, maybe that one time I put my foot completely in my mouth when I was talking to that cute boy. But instead of focusing on the blunder, I should focus on the fact that like, hey, that cute guy wanted to talk to little old me, you know, or I could focus on the fact that I'm still capable of speech. And even though I was incredibly anxious and I goofed up a little, the boy still asked for my number. Focus on the good of a challenging situation rather than the bad, rather than letting yourself get caught up in that moments of blunder to keep you from being too shy to say, yes, here's my number. Focus on the fact that he still asked for your number. Be grateful and lean in. I also like to write myself and my daughter reminders about how to be grateful on our mirrors throughout the house. I write little notes to myself saying, you are everything. That's how I'm showing gratitude to myself. But if my daughter looks in the mirror, I've now shown it to her. I write. The, I wrote a little mini love letter in my bathroom that reminds me that how far I've come is still way further than how far I have left to go. You know, little minute things like that. And I show gratitude to my body by taking care of it. I feed my mouth and my body yummy and nutritious foods. Okay, sometimes it's just yummy. But the unhealthy food is like food for my soul. So it's still saying thank you in a different way. So my homework for you, our homework for you, and ourselves, is think about how you who you can say thank you to and how you can practice gratitude and how it can improve your life and the lives of those around you. I absolutely have something really quick I have to do. This is really important and she has no idea this is coming, but I want to take a moment to say thank you to my almost as energetic as I am, totally adorkable, stubborn, silly, awesome big sister, because she's the one who insisted that we take this idea of making a podcast into a reality. So Diana, thank you for encouraging you and I to share these thoughts with other people. Well, thank you for doing it with me. Thank you for
1: finally, I mean, we've been talking about this. We we started planning this over a year and a half ago and we kept putting it off and, and things kept getting in Life the way and finally just habit. said, no, we have to do it. And I'm glad that, you know, you met me the, you know, the other halfway and, <laughs> and made it happen too. So.
0: Absolutely. And just to round us up on gratitude, we found this quote on powerofpositivity.com, and I guess Power of Positivity also has a large social media presence, which my sister has enlightened me to, and I'm probably going to follow them in the second we're done recording this, mm-hmm. um, but they said, we should always end the night with a positive thought. No matter how hard the day may have been, there's always a reason to be grateful, to let tomorrow be a fresh start. You have a pulse. You have a body. You have a soul. You have ears. You are here. If nothing else, be grateful that you got to live another day on this beautiful planet. Yes, and
1: I will say this too is something um, that I know we definitely wanted to say is that we've both been through a lot in our lives, and yet we are two of the most positive people you will ever meet, despite the the trauma and the challenges we have been through and this is part of the reason why it's because we put in this work to have a positive mindset and you know we're trying to do things like practice gratitude and whatnot and and this is this is why we want to do this podcast because we know we have found things that have helped us get through some really difficult times in our lives to get us to this point where we can be this happy and joyful and We wanna share that with the world. We wanna share that with all of you because we know that if we can do it, you can too. So that's why we're here. This is like the the main reason why we wanted to do this. And we know that we're not the only ones that can benefit from this. And there's tons of other people that we're sure can too. So that's why we're here. That's why we wanted to do this so badly and why we are so incredibly passionate about it. And And why we're so grateful. That you have listened this far. (laughs) Yes. And hopefully you keep listening. I don't even know how long this episode is at this point, but I know we had a lot we wanted to pack in here, but we just we really felt like this was the greatest place to start. Um, not just with like the introduction, but to also make sure we were talking about uh positive mindset and gratitude. And you know, full disclosure with regards to this podcast, we are not sure how often we're going to record these episodes, much like you we are very busy people with a lot going on in our lives. So we're going to try to record these as often as we can. And right now we're super excited about this and we're trying to record them very often, very frequently. Um, but you know, we still have to keep up with life. So might not be able to do it all that often. We just don't know what this looks like yet. So it might look different from one month to the next, but we will just see how it goes. But At the end of the day, we are really, really passionate about this. We know that this will be good for both of us to revisit some of these things that helped us along our journey to find joy, and we know it can help a ton of other people.
0: And we are still building out our presence online, but please do not forget to follow us, like us. We are on Spotify. We are on Audible. Apple. Apple. Apple Podcasts.
1: Apple Music, yeah, Apple and iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Yeah, we're going to expand to others.
0: (laughs) Yep, we're going to be expanding, and we're going to have a Facebook and an Instagram and all sorts of things. So as we grow, please grow with us, like us, follow us, comment, ask questions, let us be a part of your journey. We want to be your advocates. We want to be your teammates. We want to be your personal cheerleaders.
1: Yeah, and fun fact, I was a cheerleader in high school. So with all of that practice and the ways that Jill learned from me over the years while I was going through cheerleading, uh, we will be great cheerleaders for you. Yes, we (laughs) will. We look forward to sharing more of our story and hearing from you all in the future so that we can all find our joy together.